This is You the Mom podcast, your go to podcast on anything and everything mommy related. Brought to you by Mommy Mundo and Podcast Network Asia. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mommy Mundo podcast. I'm Janice, founder of Mommy Mundo. And for those of you who may not be aware, Mommy Mundo is the most active multi platform resource and community for moms in the Philippines. I founded Mommy Mundo more than 20 years ago with the purpose of providing information and support for newbie moms like me back then and spent the last two decades following my passion and purpose. So this podcast is actually a dream come true. It's another way to reach fellow mamas like you and another way to share information and our stories about parenting and another way for us to help and inspire and empower each other. I like to say that we at Mommy Mundo are probably any mom's number one fan, number one cheerleader, and hopefully your motivator. Thus, the title of this podcast is You the Mom. We cheer you on, Mama. Okay, so today we're going to be guesting two of my favorite women and our pioneer mompreneurs in the Mommy Mundo community. They were with me at the very beginning of Mommy Mundo when we started advocating parenting and through their products, some active parenting, baby wearing, and attachment parenting, and breastfeeding, and all of the things we're passionate about. They pioneered brands for moms, and also we've been friends ever since. So I'm happy to have with us today. First of all, she is a mom of two boys, and she was very active actually when I met her. She was probably one of the first moms I saw in Manila actually wearing her baby on her hip and pioneered the word mompreneur with us, I think, and also is known as one of the yummy mommies of Indigo Baby. Let's all welcome Denise Gonzalez Bernardo. Hello. Hello, Denise. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for having me here, Janice. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. <laughs> but thank you for being here. I know it's challenging with the time difference and all, but thanks for saying yes. Of course, I will not have anyone else because you were there since day one. <laughs> of course, anything for mommy. Thank you. We feel your love. <laughs> okay, so our second guest is hailing all the way from California. <laughs> Woohoo! She is a pioneer as well, not only in the mompreneur scene, but also in her product line, which is lactation cookies. Oh my gosh. So back then, how many years has it been? 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Milestone year for her. Yeah. There, people did not know what lactation cookies were. So there's a lot of education involved. But she passionately grew her brand even until now as she's being away, which I can relate to. So we'd like to welcome... Paula Lute Bronfman. Hello. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah, excited. We missed you in the scene, Paula, but we feel your presence. <laughs> I missed you guys. Yeah. I missed you guys. I missed yeah, you but it's so been, much. We're grateful <laughs> that there's technology keeping us together, even on IG and yes. DMs and stories and all. And then now we have these platforms that where we can still have conversations and share our stories, right? Still a blessing. Yes. So we're now in three different time zones. I'm Janice and I'm coming from Canada. <laughs> wow, all around the world. 
And I'm in California. Yes, California and Manila. <laughs> and I'm in the Philippines. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, Philippines. Okay, so I'd like to go into our topic for today, which is Mompreneur Life. Let's talk about how you guys started as mompreneurs. Maybe start with Denise, share your story about Indigo Baby, how you started. And I know you had a partner then, so please share with us your origin story. Okay, thanks so much for that. So yeah, I'm Denise from Indigo Baby and it was a business born out of the desire to not go back to work. <laughs> not go back to work <laughs> and just breastfeed our babies yeah. and enjoy being moms. We were, I remember Monica and I were fresh out of college, 25-year-old, 24-year-old mothers and we were panicking about what we would do when the time would come that we would have to go back to work. So that's how we would talk about starting a business. And at that time, this was in 2006, you know, at that time, there weren't many brands out there for for young mothers like us. We didn't like the colors available in the department store. We didn't like the prints. So we wanted to make stuff for ourselves, you know, stuff that we young 20 year old 20 plus year old mothers could wear so that's how indigo baby was yeah. born so you and monica were friends from college from school what this monica manzano hello monica yeah monica my darling soul sister monica you. manzano monica is eliazar manzano we were college thesis mates best friends and college thesis mates in assumption and we just really worked well together. You know, we were able to, I think our thesis even won an award for best wow. thesis. So we had good working <laughs> styles. Um, complement you know, each other. We complemented each other. Yeah. yeah. We complemented each other. And we also believed in, this, in the same things. And I want to plug in here Elvira Manahan. Yes, because yes. She came to Assumption one day. I think it was in third year. And she gave us a talk mm. about breastfeeding. And while she was giving her talk, she was nursing. No, this her is Elvira Enares. Elvira Enares. Enares, yeah. Is she Manahan? So she was oh, okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. So yes. she was breastfeeding her son, seven years old, I think, and he was yes. standing beside her and she was giving a talk and he was hanging on her breast. And at that time I was like, What the hell? Like, you know, this yeah. is something I may never need. But let me just keep this idea in the back of my head. Oh. And it was because of her that when we had our own children you know that's when i like took out that breastfeeding seed that was planted in college wow. and it was because of her that we really you know pushed for breastfeeding you know i always go back to the idea that it's you know it's us being filipina raised in a in a community where yeah. family is so important and you know baby wearing breastfeeding attachment parenting it just fell into place with all of that, with being a Filipina, with being Catholic, yeah. with growing up in the Philippines. So what was your first product when you set up Indigo? And why the name Indigo? Um, well, the, well, okay, Indigo two things. Um, Indigo Baby, at that time, we didn't know what to name it, actually. And we researched about the Indigo children. And if you're into energy and auras, the children born from the 1980s further, the aura color changed from like a dark blue green, the auras of the kids after that in the 1980s, pataas, 
changed to an indigo shade. And actually, it's so funny because we thought initially that our children, the 20s, uh, 2007, natin, they were the indigos. But now, doing all our research, yeah. we're finding out that Monica and me, we were the indigo, we are the indigo children pala. Oh, and our children, so cool. Benny, Santi, Pax, Maya, Lila, Rainbow and Crystal children. So, you know, that was why, I mean, you you can read about it. Counted pa kaya ako sa indigo? Baka, baka. Yes, kasama kasi may waves yun eh. There are, no Thanks. really, there are. So, so okay. you know, like, one of the things about indigo okay. children is that you, you're very strong-willed and... You know, you don't like authority. Disruptive, no? Disruptive. Very rebellious. Yeah. And it's because of these children. Ah, this nice. mindset that, that innovations happen. You know, when we sort of like... Yes, in the way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool. So, that's why we, did, yeah. we named it. Ah, it's in, just actually, indigo it was now. Indigo Manila at first. And then, naging Indigo Baby. And then, evolved now to just Indigo. So, our first product was... Yeah, our first product was a nursing bib which is now evolved into the Boncho. And then we also had our Jar of Hope, which is a first aid gel with essential oils yes. that really helped Santi because Santi was a super high-need baby. Like, he would be crying all the time and nothing would work except essential oils. So at that time, you know, essential oils weren't super yeah. big yet. Yeah, at that time, there was yeah. nothing in the market except for, oh. like, imported stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you started... Producing a skincare that was all natural and Jar of Hope yeah. was one of the big like it was people were talking about it and hoarding it and yeah. all. And then your bib was also one of the first pouches and attachment branding products in Super. Manila. So and you yeah. really you guys really live yeah, the brand. Our, our, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we would always say. Yeah. Parang we were our first customers. And I think, you know, like going into the yeah. business side. Yeah. And I'm sure Paula can relate also. Like if you if you love what you do or you love your product or you use your product, then it's so easy. You don't even need to talk about yeah. how to market it because yeah. you are your walking yeah. commercial. You are your walking ad. Yeah. And you know yung Imiran, when I started my own company, when you talk about it, even if it's just an idea, like I'm sure Paula as well, when you share your story later, when you talk about it, your eyes light up eh, when you're passionate. The same yeah. for you, Denise, as at Paula. So, Paula, how about you? Share with us how you started your company, Mommy Treats. And and were you always a baker? I want to ask you these questions I've never asked you before. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> 10 years ago, I gave birth to my first child and I had no idea. I said, no idea what to do. None of my friends had kids. So I felt really alone. <laughs> Yung tipong, ano gagawin ko? And I was so adamant. I said, I did all the research. I want to breastfeed. And then when the breastfeeding parang moment came, oh my gosh. As in, back then kasi hindi pa uso yung breastfeeding classes and breastfeeding support. So all that I learned were parang all from the internet. And it wasn't adequate. Because at that point, I was like, oh my gosh, it's not, yeah. it's not as beautiful as it seemed. And I had a lot of like times when I cried and I was just like feeling so down about it. Parang feeling ko, the only thing that really pushed me to keep breastfeeding was like, I told myself now, you know what? I'll give myself a week and then if it doesn't improve, then I'll probably 
apply it though. But during like that point that I promised myself that week until the week after, parang things seem to improve naman. And I also read up in between. So parang sabi ko, hey, okay. But then the time came na I was nearing my personal goal of going back to work. Kasi back then parang yun yung expected. Like you give birth, but then you go back to work. Yeah. Like, yeah, like there's no other Were you corporate then? Than... Were you corporate before? I, I was in academe. Ah, okay. So I was doing my master's before I got pregnant and then I was doing research. So sabi ko, I'll go back to that. And I yeah. even promised my co-workers and my boss that I'm gonna go back. And so I asked myself, how do I continue to? <laughs> I mean, my baby won't be here anymore. So it did improve and things went on a really good routine. But then the thought of breastfeeding at work and making breastfeeding work from far away was just daunting because I didn't know what to do. Like when I read up on it, all the info there was about parang foreign like laws mm, and yeah. stuff. So parang I didn't know what was parang available to me. And then I started pumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pumping milk. <laughs> yeah, and nobody told me yeah. that it's normal to just see like drops yeah. in the beginning. And yeah. parang nobody told me na parang just because you see that small amount doesn't mean that's what yeah. you make. So I was really discouraged and everything, but I told myself, you know what? I'm gonna research, and I love research. As I said, that was my background. So, parang I did that so for so many years prior to getting pregnant. So, sabi ko, I'm gonna do this. I'll do my like medical research on like what is like proven to help increase milk supply. What other countries do like as a natural thing. Because, gosh, yeah. I ate all the malunggay. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. And made my hair nice, made my skin nice. Pero, parang, for some reason, I felt really good. But I needed an extra push for yeah. my milk supply to really, like, increase. So, I found out that there are things that people, like, cook with in, like, different countries and other countries, like, India and Pakistan and they're all natural ingredients and then the more I research there's a lot but parang our malunggay is parang different in each country each country had their malunggay like galactago which is yeah, yeah a galactago <laughs> and alawa I had to learn how to spell the word <laughs> When I yeah. first read it, sabi ko, I'm, I'm never gonna use this word. Yeah. And then eventually, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Galactagog is a word that I have. Yeah. <laughs> the sake of people who refuse to learn the <laughs> spelling, I just say milk booster. <laughs> yeah, milk booster. Uh, simple, simple. Ayo, and I found out okay. that I one of the ingredients was fenugreek. Oh, oh. And then, I'm sorry, haba nito. Ah. Okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> Um, I, I love reliving this day. I imagine myself in that position. I yeah. went to healthy options and I purchased like a, a bottle of fenugreek. And it told me that I have to take three capsules oh at a time and three times a day. So that's nine capsules the whole day. And 
one of the reasons why I got pregnant is because I'm not very good with taking pills. <laughs> so pills are not your thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So I was just not. Cookies are. Yeah, exactly. Denise. I said, I will forget. Dude, I want exactly. cookies right now. I know. So I said to myself, I know. Yeah. My gosh, I will keep forgetting to take these pills. Yeah. And I found out yeah, that they cook with it. So I was like, why can't I cook with it? And I cooked with it. But then I was like, yeah. I love sweets. So I'm going to try to put it in cookies. <laughs> so I started making my first batch. And it was wonderful. It was like, I felt like I came upon something yeah. that felt so right. Because I love doing it. It's like, so it, it gives me a reason to breastfeed. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm rewarding myself. It was just a new approach that was very empowering. And I wanted to share it with other moms. I had no plans on make it, making it into a business in the beginning. I started giving it to friends, especially the moms that I met along the yeah. way. And then they surprisingly asked me to bake some more for them. And somebody asked, so when are you going to sell this? And I'm like, uh, sell? I time. I'm going back to work. That person said, hey, that could be your work. That could be your business. And wow. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yes. So that's how it started. That's cool. And yeah. So you never went back to your master's? It took a sideline. <laughs> and I think with motherhood, like a lot of things suddenly evolve. Like the things that are important to you suddenly different and it doesn't make it any less important in yeah. some ways but I'm actually so happy that I found something that makes yeah. me feel energized to wake up and work yeah. yeah get up out of bed right yeah that's yeah. passion yeah and I, I yeah. remember both of you your businesses like moms would reach out to you not only because of your products but because they needed help with breastfeeding and all the advice like remember in expo mom mm-hmm. pe- the moms would stay in your booth and consult about every single thing like how come i don't have how come ganyan? like nagiging consultation on <laughs> so how did yeah. it, do you have stories about that both of you yeah. for sure have experiences yeah. like oh, i know paula like yeah. moms would text you in the middle of the night about breastfeeding and all oh. Oh my gosh, my customers would text me at like 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning. I think it's because that's yeah, the time when yes. it's really quiet for them. They're breastfeeding or sometimes it's the time that they're exhausted yeah. beyond their mind. They have a baby latched on them or refusing to latch on them yeah. and it's just tough. And then parang they start researching on how to in- increase milk yeah. supply. They come across mommy treats and then... They messaged me, and I'm one of the rare people who reply yeah, you know. because I'm also awake at that. Yes, mompreneur life, right? So that's that, that's our next topic, mompreneur life. Um, same yeah. here. Like when I started Mommy Mundo, the early years, yeah. I would do my email blasts at 2 a.m. because the kids finish now, but the day's yep. done. You're done with all the things you have to do. The kids are mm-hmm. asleep. That's your that's your quiet time, and I will email blast my directory for Expo Mom, the very first one. And I remember yung sumasagot was Maricel. Yeah. 
of Medela Moms. Creating Emporium now. But Maricel's like, why are you awake? Then I'll reply back, why are you awake? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Denise? So, <laughs> why are you awake? Yeah. Yeah. So, what happened in life? So, how was it in the early years, struggling? Everything, remember at the beginning, we were all in one, right? Production, order, lahat, the quality check, sales, marketing. Um, Denise, how was it in the beginning? Like, you were making your own products too or were you having it made and all? Tell us about that, like how you and Monica were living life as entrepreneurs. The stories that I really will never ever forget is the night before the Mommy Mundo Bazaar in Rockwell. I think two-day bazaar yon or three-day. And we were so lucky. Monica's parents lived in Manansala, Rockwell. So we were living in San Juan at the time. So they were like, guys, sleep over here. Don't even bother over, driving home yeah. at night. Wala kaming yaya, okay? So we were there in the unit, putting <laughs> stickers late at night on our bottles, <laughs> bouncing. Monica was bouncing on the exercise ball, breastfeeding Santi. We were putting the kids to sleep. So we're bouncing there on the ball, putting stickers, preparing our flyers, preparing everything for the bazaar the next day, early morning. Ingress. You know, after all these years, I still don't like ingress. It still like stresses me out, but you know I've been doing it for so many years. But you know, so the next day ingress, and we were so funny because we brought. I remember one of our first products was this baby um, nappy clutch, and we made <laughs> nappy clutch. Yeah, I remember. Hundred or three hundred pieces, and they were like, "Oh, how how many pieces are we gonna bring?" We're like, "Bring everything that's gonna sell in five minutes," you know. And we brought everything. Our whole booth was exploding with items. We didn't even know how to decorate. Wala kaming shelf or anything. So it was just exploding with all the nappy clutches, all the bibs, all the bottles, and then Monica and me baby wearing and breastfeeding at the same time. But my God, you know, like those, they were so small, huh? Because we gave birth to them April and May 20, 2007. And this was November. So they were what? Six oh my god. Six, uh, yeah, mama six months yeah. old. So babies. Wow. We had ten mompreneur booths in X Corner. Yeah, we baby. called it the Mompreneur yeah, yeah. Corner. <laughs> and people were saying, Mompreneur, Mompreneur, what's that? Mom entrepreneur. Yeah. Mom entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh, did you invent that word? Oh, no, no, man. It's like people were using it yeah. in the States. But Manila, and then they'd call themselves yummy mommy. So yummy, yummy mommy. Para na siya shock pa yung mga tao niya. Actually, why did we use Yummy Mommy? Because if you Google Yummy Mommy, it's a bit bastos. Yeah, my moaning and groaning na. Pero, diba? So I tried to change it. So, you know, there's a mix naman. Yummy Mommy Indigo, you'll see Indigo, and then you'll see the not so... You balance it out. Pao, how about you? Your early years. Oh my gosh. How was early it? Years. I remember your mom would be with you. Yeah. She would be healthy. So, it was just me, and I, ha- I have pictures of um of baking, and my baby would be in my baby carrier. <laughs> I'm not yeah. not sure if it's safe. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. sure. Um, yeah, that's the that's a yeah that's the thing but that survived. And for some reason, parang she'll feel easier when I'm doing that. Parang she feels my groove. Yeah, and so. And, but I remember back then, I still, I would only bake siguro mga twice or three times a week for, for maybe an hour. And 
sabi ko this is a good sideline <laughs> sabi ko this is really good this is a good sideline and really I never <laughs> parang I wasn't yeah. awake to the idea that being a mompreneur was possible na parang sabi ko you know I have to go back to work and corporate pinigan habang tulog yung anak mo you're doing something for her can eventually when she started eating like all of, and I just realized that if you have excess product from you I don't have any issues with that I'm happy sabi ko may so ng mga 20 cookies yay <laughs> yay <laughs> but I think I was doing that on purpose <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. It was fun and also a little. When it got a bit bigger, it was a little daunting. Cause you're uploading pictures and then posting it on your Facebook. Ganyan. And I just told myself, na how am I going to balance all of this? At one point, ah, like how am I going to balance all of this? Parang I'm baking it. I'm taking care of the baby all at the same time. Packing it, calling the the rider, yeah, the courier, checking payments, making sure that I'm fulfilling things, and and then uh, making sure that it was profitable. Then, <laughs> my mom just said, "How much have you been? How much have you earned?" And I'm like, "I'm not sure, but I'm having fun." Wait, she's saying that the rejects, um, but you know what? I surprised myself. The part pushed me to be able to do all of those things. Motherhood, definitely, yeah. 100% I said motherhood. So, parang the yeah. product kasi, uh, role that was yeah. given to me when I gave birth yeah. to Sufine. So, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh-uh. So, right, I mean, our product lines, like it grew from the stages mm-hmm. that we were at in our motherhood. Eventually, had like, for wellness, oh, yeah. right? And then you had so many lines as well. And then Paula eventually brought in the car seat, the MyFold, and all that. Even Mommy Mundo, like we, we started oh, yeah. with breastfeeding. And then it, then we had like kids' events. And then we had because now the kids were also growing. Speaking of growing, no, I'm really actually a very shy person. The beginnings of Expo Mom, I wouldn't, I mean, the stories and all, I'd rather have Rome talk or get a host. <laughs> but now parang I realize because we share our stories can touch people like the way that Elvira touched you and planted the seed of breastfeeding mm-hmm. in your mind. I mean, so maybe someone's listening to us right now and we're, we're also planting people. a seed or maybe even yeah, making yeah. them inspired to move on their dreams and their goal, right? Or just making them believe that it can happen. Like, we never thought that we would be doing this full-time. Even Mommy Mundo was just like, Oh, I just want to do an event. Like, uh-huh. a 10, 10, kahit 10 moms lang dumating. Uh-huh. <laughs> Happy na ako. Who would believe yeah. though? And then, and then now, yeah. Now. So now, how did you how did you grow as a person? Like, how did mompreneur push you? Because it's not, but they say, in discomfort, there's growth. So like me, even mm-hmm. if like I'm sweating buckets and I have acidity with before every talk I do <laughs> until now, you have instances where you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone and it, and you realized, whoa, I can do this. Denise, you want to start? Well, yeah, well, one of the things I want to share is that my grandfather, I always share this story, my Indian grandfather would always talk to me about being my own. And I guess just going to school, 
boss, and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I graduated from Assumption, my second job actually was working with my grandfather. He had a he had just gotten well from cancer and he opened Naturally Yours Organic mm-hmm. Products. But so yeah, so parang my grandfather started um, Naturally Yours Organic Products and I worked with him. So I learned, you know, that's where I learned yung mano-mano kasi the Indian style, I, I think similar to the Chinese style. I forget the name, but there's a notebook and pencil one by one. And then the petty cash uh, in the store is a super uneven number or a not hindi siya flat like 543.25 cents. Save your sales and you do your expenses at the end of the day. Dapat nagtatali yan down to the last centavo and my grandfather would scold me if I'm missing one centavo. So I learned from him how to do that. So it's called uh, there's a term to it but it, he he said no, I don't want to do it in the computer. We're doing it in the in that that journal book. We're going to do it every single day. <laughs> In the morning, and he would check, huh? In the morning, he'll he'll come in with a petty petty cash. In the evening, he'll he won't sleep until he checks it and magtatali siya. So I learned from him, and yeah. you know I was just sharing this the other day because Monica's father is there with us in the bazaars. We would have helpers here and there, but Monica's parents were really there to really help her. Even some of flow retreats, they they would come with us to Bali to ah, hold nice. we'll hold Maya while you teach the yoga class one hour long to hold your baby because it's for for grandparents it's yes. so precious for them right? so entrepreneurship wasn't an easy thing to do you yes. know it has lots of pros and cons there were many times I wanted to just give up and one of the times I wanted to give up my grandmother was the one that told me Denin, she calls me Denin. Denin, think of all the lives that you are helping. Think of all mm-hmm. the mothers yeah. Yeah. whose lives you are helping. So don't give up. Diba? And yeah. another thing that my grandfather told me was, you know, because me, I'm so kalat. I do so many things. And Janice knows this. In Mommy Mundo, I'm a host, I'm a dancer, I'm, a, I'm yeah. selling. That's, not, and, that's you know, not kalat, that's called versatile. Okay, I'm, I'm very versatile, but my grandfather's oh, yeah. advice to me was, Denine, every moment you spend away from your business is time, energy, and money that you're sacrificing. So at that time, because I was still a sideline host for work, I was still doing advertising on the side, I was dancing, you know, it was taking a, a lot of my time. And um, yeah, Indigo was there, Indigo was earning, but I wasn't paying att- attention to it. So when you asked about how, we, how I grew, how to spend my energy on things that had the biggest and most returns, and it's not just about money, it's more about like, you know, like what Paula was saying, you know, being a mother. At the end of the day, the yeah. bazaar can fail, the business yeah. can fail, but being a mother is my number one. Yeah. And there would be times when Boogie, my husband, would tell me, you want to be a work-at-home mom? You're working. You're not a mom. You're just working. You know, I wasn't, like, I was practically oh, yeah. throwing my children to whoever, you know, don't bug me i'm busy i need to finish the sales report now and then bogey was the one that said wait no you know you need i needed to find the balance yeah yeah, that's why we would end up working madaling but then also on the flip side of that 
on the flip side of that, it wasn't self-care for me. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I, needed I love your stories yeah. about your grandparents and all the wisdoms that was passed yeah. on. No? We have to take it with us. And actually, our kids learn from us that way as well. Um, but I wanted yeah. to talk about one of the challenges of mompreneur yeah. life is the balance, right? And especially when you're home-based mompreneur, there are some mompreneurs who have, their, of course, they have the offices and all, but for home-based mompreneurs, being able to be a mom and entrepreneur at the same time in one space is the challenge. And when she There's comes separation. back, that's my time with her. Yeah. 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 Yes. But when you're home and working, and the kids I'm want to play up. and you're like, you yeah. have to finish something. They feel like, yeah. oh, mom's not there for me. As opposed to the mom who's working, oh yeah, she's at work anyway, like yeah. that. So, so how did you ever feel that power? When we're in, like, how will we, for example, orders are coming in and you have to process, and all the moms are texting you, and then your kids like, mom, can we play? Can we play? Can we play? Because you're like, yeah. oh, well, definitely, right? especially because sis Yufin, my eldest, yeah. was um a notorious ano magdanakaw ng yeah. <laughs> <the> products, <laughs> and and I, I and I. B- believe me, my pilferage, my pilferage. Oh, I've sent multiple messages. Siguro more than five, maybe ten messages to different people over the years, saying, "I'm so sorry. Um, can I give you a refund? Or um, like it's up to you. I could like bake again tomorrow. Kasi kulang ng dalawang pieces <laughs> or kulang ng isang piece. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, kasi kinain ng anak ko. Yeah. And parang, you want to be professional, but then that's the situation. Like you're, you're forced to just like yeah, you're just forced to accept the situation. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah. That's and, right. Oh my gosh. And then you have to think na lang that like me, I would always think I'm a mom with a business. I'm a mom yeah. with a business. Yeah. This is my choice. Oh, yeah. When I'm a bit off balance, I just think, diba? it's still a blessing, right? And then yeah, you just I, manage it that way. And then talk to Sophie. Yeah, Anak. I keep telling myself, you know what? It's really tough. That's the little price that you pay to yeah. be able to do something that you love and be with your child at the same time. Yeah. Because right. I... I, I I'm not re- really good with parang memories. I think it's the excessive drinking in college. But <laughs> but I <laughs> it took out some brain cells. <laughs> yeah. No, it's anesthesia, pal. Anesthesia yeah. uh, yon. Okay, yeah. okay, sorry, sorry. Oh, oh, oh think about the re- <laughs> <laughs> But but um, I remember there was this one person who said, "Don't blink, because your mm-hmm. children will grow so fast." Something yeah, like that. So fast. Yeah, and parang yeah, that's how I felt during the first few months, especially with your first child. I'm sure everyone feels that way. Na parang they're growing so fast, and you're so consumed by motherhood, this new thing, this new life, and yes. this wonderful pooping, crying thing that Machine. you still love. <laughs> oh, oh, like poop pooped all over you, but you're just like, oh, you're so cute. Oh, you pooped all <laughs> over me. Oh, and. <laughs> To be able to also work, and it's it's exactly what Dini said. That parang we our generation grew up na you're gonna go through college, yeah. uh, graduate, end up working in a corporation, have a boss, but not really be your own boss. And I didn't have anyone who really told me that I could be my own boss. Yeah. But I'm so lucky that this opportunity presented itself. And then I was 
so parang enamored by the whole experience of earning, doing something that I'm happy to do, and then have my child with me. Parang I'm yeah. not missing out on yeah. anything. Because that was my fear. That parang okay, I'm gonna go back to working. But honestly, a big chunk of me just wants to stay at home. But it's not a unavailable yeah. thing for everyone. Yes, right. That's why kahit kapag mahirap yung situation, like you're in a really tough rut in work, parang yeah. I'm just telling myself na I'm lucky, super lucky na yeah. I'm at that least I'm possible. with my child. Yeah. So, so Paul, in what ways did you grow? Like the Paula before and the Paula now? Oh my gosh. Um, the Paula before. <laughs> before I, mommy treats and the Paula with mommy treats. To be on, like, People who add me on Facebook or who go through my Facebook know I'm an I'm an open book. Literally, you don't have to add me on Facebook to go through my stuff. Like you'll <laughs> see everything; it's open for everyone. And people will see how much I partied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had this like do really good in school, like study hard but party harder. These are all pedagogies, and I bring really hard and and stay up all night. But then, like every mom who's like that, parang I think a good chunk suddenly become more calm or sort of settled, like, settled, settled. At, yeah. at peace with not always going out. But since my business is food industry, I became more inclined to bake. And that's when a lot of people ask me when yeah. they, they do interviews, when they ask me about mommy treats like have you yeah. always been a baker yeah and the honest 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 answer is no yeah i said i so you learned it on your own ever to be more honest i hated yeah. baking because <laughs> it was too exact, too exact. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because yeah. it was yeah. too exact of a science but i love cooking loved it but I didn't like that baking was a science. Now you can't yeah. just like inject cer- yeah. certain things without understanding the whole formula behind it. Mm. And I was lucky to be able to parang make the cookies in the beginning. I found a recipe online. That's where it started. But I said to myself, I don't want to just make something that is easily parang replicated and doesn't have any touch of Paola in it. Parang yeah. I had goals then. Parang I was I was gaining weight. So sabi ko, sabi ko, sabi ko I want this to be calorie controlled at least because there's so much sugar in it and improved from the already good parang recipe. I wanted to improve it. And then so I studied. I spent time parang dedicating to parang further knowledge and further yeah. education. And I could be a baker pala. Yeah. Oh my gosh, wow. you're so good. I mean, you know, you did you, you did cookies, then you did your brownies, and then you started doing your chocolate spoons and all. Yeah, I mean, everything. Like, we had muffins, we, muffins had, yeah. we had macarons, we hungry. have... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I miss your products. And, and One event, of the things that kept me surviving in the bazaars was receiving yeah. freebies from you. And yeah. that's what well, I have. I, I have a question about that. Like my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite expo mom cuentos. So I think it was Risa Manangkil Trillo who came. She was pregnant with her daughter at the time, and follow her husband was in the basketball scene, right? And they brought along mga PBA people, like 
uh, friends, couple friends there. And that's with the row of basketball players on one side. Then their wives were shopping. Yeah. And they happened to be in front of your booth. So they're like, oh, just talking, talking. And then, I'm not sure if it was you or one of your people. But like, parang, um, sir, samples. And then they're like, oh. And then they're gonna get yes. like that. And then, lactation cookies po. Ay! They didn't want to get that. I was just like, guys, you won't lactate. <laughs> you won't yeah. lactate. <laughs> People think you'll, it'll make milk <laughs> if you're not lactating. That, that's one of the best pranks that a lot of moms and have been doing with their with their husbands. And I'm, I'm right. <laughs> but it's super. It's actually healthy healthy cookies, right? So super healthy, super, healthy, super yummy. Yeah. But I wanna I know. That. So how have you been doing? How has business been for both of you? Um, like for you, Pao, besides being away, the pandemic going on, and Denise as well. Mompreneurs have, of course, it's MSME, so we're all challenged to, you know, the, the word of the year, pivot our businesses and all. So, yeah. how have you been able to manage things? Well, with... Uh, Denise, okay. go ahead. For me, with Indigo, um, you know, the first few months was really challenging because... You know, parang everything halted, everything stopped, people stopped ordering. Even, you know, I, at that time I was teaching a lot of yoga classes and all of that stopped. So, super challenging. The great miraculous thing about life is that life goes on despite all of that. So, you know, slowly, slowly the orders started coming in and it really gave me more time to focus on you know, like, what else can I do? Like, you know, how can I promote Indigo? How can I make indigo unessential and make it you know make it available for people that want it diba? and then the great thing also is that mommy mundo had their first uh, now they had two but the first time they was the first online the virtual marketplace which was you know so exciting for me because as a mompreneur who was so used to doing biz- bazaars suddenly of course mommy mundo would be the pioneer to do it right yeah. so, so it was so nice <laughs> to be part of that um, and then even later on you know now you have Mommy Mundo Learns which gives us an avenue to share what we know you know in a place in a learning space and share with other moms who want to know things about you know things like breastfeeding baby wearing cloth diaper you know how to you know deal with all of these things that come being a mom so you know i mean it's been challenging but at the same time you know this year has really like taught me you know the by your tagline last year was make time for silly or make time for, make what, time matters. for what matters and that's what yeah. went make time for what matters 2020 has been hashtag make time for what matters <laughs> talaga. That's true, that's true. like slapped in our yeah. face no choice but make that's time a for perfect team right i mean you know we didn't know this yeah, was yeah, coming but then we're like oh my gosh it's super yeah. so how about you pao how has it been for you you've been to two oh countries gosh, well you moved to beijing first and then now you're in california yeah i think I think it was a multiple stage process. Now, um, the if we're talking about like tough things that we had to go through, it was um, me taking a step back because I knew that when I married my husband, who's an expat, who's based really in the U.S., that eventually we're gonna leave the Philippines. That was hard because I never really saw myself away from my business. And it's parang 
I know it's so cliche. People say, my business is my baby. Pero totoo ah. As in, yung, but then you tell yourself, your business grows like a baby to grow. And then eventually you have to parang let it grow in the direction that it wants to grow. And you just shouldn't hold it back. And so I said to myself, I need to hire the right people, the people that I trust, the people who see my vision, who who uh, believe in the things that I believe in as well. And eventually, I found a really good team. And then 2020 came. So I was able to manage it from Beijing, same time zone, so it was easy. I would look over operations, but from, you know, like a supervising yeah. um, stage, I was able to train my staff. For I was lucky to train them for two years. Na, I keep reminding them na alis ako, alis ako. So we have to do this na um, without me. So that's why people started seeing me less in in bazaars. Because I found that they were um, nervous. Yeah, when you're there, was, they step up. There. They step up when yeah. you're not, no? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then so, parang feeling ko I was holding them back as well because I was being a uh, major helicopter helicopter boss, mom, alam mo <laughs> mom boss, helicopter boss. Helicopter yeah. boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know I had to come to terms na parang um, they will never be the exact clone of me, but that's okay yeah, yeah. because they. Being a different person, they also have so much to offer that I can't yeah. offer to the business. I have to say, your, your team's pretty good. Like, I'm, very I'm happy. Yeah. But you know what? 2020 was really tough. Because when um, 2020 came in, I was lucky enough to be in the Philippines for one month in Feb. But because we found out that COVID couldn't let us back into Beijing anymore, So we had to repatriate to the U.S. So we moved to the U.S. I moved everything. Actually, I didn't move it. But when we left Beijing, we thought that we were going on a vacation. So somebody else moved it for us. And it took forever. And in the midst of that, the business had to change time zones. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I got to the U.S., Suddenly, Philippines went into quarantine. Yes. And my gosh, I didn't know what to do because in the beginning, parang if they can't go to work, that means there's no production of any product, That's and that right. means I can't sell anything. And then we had to make things work by adjusting time, parang baking days and deliveries. We took a break for a week. I remember I was writing an email to someone two days ago and explaining what happened to mom retreats for the in the past for nine months or ten months, and I said, when we took a break for one week, while everyone was on that first week of quarantine, I quickly realized that my whole team relied on the salary that they're getting from mom retreats. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer just worrying about your sales. Now it's worrying about your staff, because yeah. our team was our team's super small, so they're like family to me, and I know they're asawa, yeah. they're anak, and parang it I couldn't do it in good conscience to continue with staying home and not like continuing with the production. So it was yeah. like we had to make sure that everything's safe since it's in food industry. So I had to hire. Right. Like a driver to pick them up and all of these things. I told my team that 
I wanted 2020 to be remembered as the year when we gave more than we received. So definitely, we didn't make the same amount that we would normally make. We definitely, uh, I decided to let go of everything that um, I would normally receive, like all profits, all salaries. Just so that I could support my team because this team is the reason that it exists, that mommy treats exist. And if I don't take care of them, there's no more mommy treats to go home to if I'm able to fly back in Manila. So, so right now you're yeah. operational, like you have you're able to serve orders. We're, we're operational, but maybe not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I actually told my team yeah. this is the sustaining time. Yeah. Like you just yeah. have to keep it afloat, keep it going. Keep and it hopefully twenty twenty one will be better, right? And, and then yeah. And take care of the people because this yeah, is exactly. really tough for everyone. Parang if you're exactly. in a good position to make sacrifices so that your team could yeah. still stay on board and be supported then that's right yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly i mean that's why parang it's really a time to think about what's really important right mm-hmm. yeah that's right. So, yeah but it hasn't been easy for a lot of us but we're okay we're it's still good i mean hopefully 2021 yeah. will be better yeah. and then um i like in 2020 to a like a pirate ship like we're all in this ship we'll put up the sails and we'll mm. go together and we'll go through the tide and all no matter how and next year the is like waves are next year naman is like a big a, a big oak tree na parang we're putting down the roots into a yeah. new mm-hmm. way you know we don't know what's gonna happen next yeah. year but we, again we just have to keep growing and flowing right yeah yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we've grown so much from our twenty somethings to now more. <laughs> to oh now more. <laughs> to now more. More now more. Wrinkles and all. Okay. Hair. I want to ask you guys just of maybe name one challenge of mompreneur life, other than what we've discussed. Mm-hmm. There's one big challenge, and then one also blessing or advantage that you have that you felt. Mm-hmm. So you can say it in one go. The challenge mm. and the blessing. So, it, how about you, Denise? Mm, challenge and blessing. Well, I mentioned this a while ago, but one of my biggest yeah. challenges talaga is... There's there's one memory that came to mind while you asked that question. And it was me. Uh, I think Benny was probably five or six years old. And I was sitting by my computer, like super stressed because I had to really do something. It was in the afternoon. And... You know, at that time, parang, I remember preschool, so he, I would have a window in the morning from 8 to 11. I would drop him, come back home, have like an hour and a half to work, and then I'm in my groove na of working, then biglang, ah, I have to pick him up! So I would have yeah. to go and pick him up, and then bring him home, and then I want to work, but he doesn't want to nap. <laughs> and, you know, and it was so hard. And I remember another another mom with an older child, Waldorf School, Dinsha, Sabinya. She gave me a story about naughty red horse, mm-hmm. and the horse was like Ooh. just you know kicking his yeah. kicking his legs, <laughs> and, like making making wala. And the go the moral of the story was, the horse will only stop kicking around when you pay attention to it. And mm-hmm. for me, it was really I really really just had to turn my lap, fall through the day, yeah. and spend time with him. And you know, 
now now you saw him he's 13 years old teenager na and i miss those days because you know rare na yung occasion na he'll say mom draw with me yeah. wala na yan yeah, yeah. You know? and yeah. It, it went by it really went by so fast blink of an eye yeah I'm lucky that I have Paxi, who's seven, who still asks me to hug him at night, diba? And yeah. it was an Jen Chuatan, Jen Tan, uh, yeah. Neck nine, who told me na parang, yun nga, like, because I said, there's my kids are so heavy. Like, I remember Benny's so heavy. He always wants me to be carried. I love the baby pouch, but my gosh, my back is aching. <laughs> and she goes, just carry him as much as you can because one day you won't even be able to carry yeah. him anymore. Yeah. And I look at him today and I'm like, yeah, it really, like when you're in it, when you're floating yeah. in the, the stages of new mom, breastfeeding, oh, yeah. baby, you know, changing diapers, no sleep. When you're in it, it feels like forever. But my gosh, we're here to tell you that those days pass. Yeah. And when those days pass, you're going to miss it and you're going to look back to it. I miss breastfeeding, diba? I remember saying, oh, I'm gonna nurse my kids until they're college. <laughs> and then at, at three years old, I'm like, ayoko na, pagod na ako. <laughs> so the, the challenge for me talaga was balancing all of that. Yeah. And the blessing is really, really, you know, priceless is being able to watch these boys grow up, you know, yeah. knowing na parang I didn't miss out on, you know, it's the little things, eh. It's the little things. So, yeah. knowing that I didn't miss out on the little things. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that my husband allowed me to continue doing what I'm doing. Even if, yun nga, even if sometimes, are you even earning? And I'm like, I don't know. But I'm, I'm gonna continue doing it, diba? I don't know. I'm not good with numbers. Basta ako masaya. Diba? I'm having fun in my bazaars. Leave me alone. But I have a partner to stay. Go. That, that's that's yeah. a special thing also. That, that for me is a big blessing yeah. to be able to have. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I would interject here that having a partner who's supportive is super important. Like, yeah. super. if our partner has, or husband doesn't understand or appreciate the mompreneur life, it's always going to be like a push and pull. It's just another thing pulling you away or it's another dilemma that you have to deal with but if they're supportive it really helps like even so kudos to Gary as well yeah. for dealing with you know everything like like when we yeah. can't be there I, I just wanna say, yeah uh -oh. go no I just wanted to add yeah. before I forget there'd be times sure. talaga, like where I'm like struggling and I'd be like bogey what I'm gonna get a call center job na hindi ko na kaya like you need help I can see and he's like he'd always say D you have a business Focus on it. Nanjan na yan eh. Just yeah. keep at it. And me, I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna become a real estate broker. You know, I, I want quick money, <laughs> diba? Like, That's right. Be like, Vinny, you have indigo. Make indigo big. And I'm like, how? You know, so those are the challenges. But Ako naman si Gary, he's like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. He's like, mm, okay, mm, okay, okay. Siguro out of the ten ideas, he'll clip lang my uh -uh. idea if it's like super outrageous. Maybe once out of the ten, but otherwise yeah. he's he's just gonna let yeah. me dream and do it. And then yun nga, I was yeah. about to say that. Oh, and cool. and when you can't be there, like for example, I've missed maybe a few PTCs because I had a call or something. Mm -hmm. He's there, so you don't feel yeah. Yeah. too guilty. Like guilt is another thing we deal with as well. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. step up. So Pao, how about you? Gosh, it's very similar. I think that's that's the thing about mompreneurship. At the core of it, it's very similar. It's yeah. not just the whole... It's not just being an entrepreneur or a business owner. Eh. 
That's why you put the mom part in the mompreneur. Yeah. Parang a big chunk of it is all the inspiration, motivation that you get from your child. Yeah. And then you allocate that abundance into your business. And right. that's why parang a lot of these products are connected to experiences with their child. Yeah. Whether it's like um, like something that's connected to to baby wearing, something that's connected to breastfeeding, something connected to when they grow old and it's a car seat yeah. or like a a binder or a play toy, something like that. And parang one of the biggest blessings for me is to realize na all of that motivation, all of that inspiration, that creativity came from that opportunity that I got from my yeah. child. Parang feeling ko without that, I wouldn't be pushed so much forward into the entrepreneur life. And that's why parang I'm so happy that I'm a mom breeder and not just a regular entrepreneur because yeah. there's so much to get from that. So much abundance from that that relationship, being a mom, that role, yeah. and a mother to someone. And I guess the challenge talaga is that balance. You're right, it's the balance. Because there are two different roles and you want to be good at both. But there will be times that you won't be good at both. And to be honest, parang that's normal and it's almost impossible to be perfect with bo- at, at both parang roles. But protect that one that gives you the abundance of motivation, of passion, of of like inspiration, and that's being a mom. Being a mom. Like protect that role. Because at the end of it all, well, also being a wife, huh? You're right. Yeah. Because sometimes there will be times that you're always on your phone, and I'm just like, wait, lang, I'm processing orders. <laughs> and then, but you have to take a pause and understand that they're not attacking you; they're making their needs known. That's and right. without them, without your the support of your husband, without the amazing gifts of motivation, inspiration, and creativity from your child, your business is not going to be where it's at. So, yun, I think that symbiotic relationship is something that I realized with entrepreneurship. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. um, did they say now with all the being, we have to be politically correct. Like people are saying, why do you have to say mompreneur? You're an entrepreneur. Why do you have to put mom into the word? You know, like diba people yeah. are saying, it's like saying that we're small or something. But for me, being a mompreneur is really different because of that extra role that we play yeah. as moms. So for me, just own the term, you know, mompreneur yeah. and be proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for your sharings, guys. I want to leave our listeners here with maybe a nugget of motivation that you can give them. Like, think of the moms who are listening who are probably have been sitting on an idea. Uh-huh. I'm damning new entrepreneurs now with the pandemic in Manila. Like, oh my gosh, everyone's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And everyone's I want to order okay. food and stuff, but I can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there are moms who might be sitting on an idea, just knowing, not knowing how to start or mm-hmm. being afraid to start. Mompreneurs are having challenges. So as very experienced entrepreneurs the past 10 years, what 
advice, one piece of advice that you can leave them with? I would say just keep at it. Just keep at it. You know, there's that saying, keep calm and carry on. Yes, yes. And like what we said in the beginning of the um, this interview, you know, we don't know what seeds we're planting. Oh. And, you know, like I, I, I'm a firm believer in ripple, ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like something that I'm going to say, something that you might hear from me today you might not use it right away, but later down the line, my my hope is that something that you heard, you'll be able to use and make, make something out of it. So yeah, I mean, you know, just keep at it and have that heart. Continue with the heart because at the end of the day, it's really about our heart. You know, it's, it's yeah. what the creativity, the passion, all of that, your heart. And us as moms and women, I think that's our special edge that we have. Yeah. It's that heart that makes us, you know, cry when we're tired, mm-hmm. that makes us angry when we're not getting our way, that makes us push even if everything else is saying no, no, no. Yeah. Diba? So and it's also what makes again, us successful in business, the heart. Because people know that we create products or yeah. services that, yeah. that, that we love. And yeah. it's out of love as well, yeah. right? And it's not, yeah. Oh, it's not just about making profit. It's like created. Yun nga, there's a story behind it. That's what's mm-hmm. so beautiful yeah. about now nga with the COVID. Parang um, people are realizing, people are supporting yeah. businesses because they know that people are doing it because yeah. it's out of love. We want yeah. to do it. We want to share. And people are going to spend that extra money, which is so special because the money is like people are holding on to their money, but they're going to spend it because they know that I'm going to help a person by giving them, by buying her ube pandesal because you know, she put so much heart in doing that. That's right. That sounds good, How about you, Pa? What's your word of wisdom for? I think don't forget that your product should have an impact. To your community because it's so easy to find a supplier or to replicate something that you enjoyed yeah but for it to make a dent or to have a legacy that people will remember it should involve something that's both you when you put yourself like there's a component of that that's you and also that's about the people around yeah. you it's not just like I'm going to make it super like me, creative, ganyan, but without listening to the feedback of other yeah, people. Right. Or you're just listening to the feedback of other people, but your your product is lost in that na parang wala nang thing about you. So people yeah. can easily replicate it. Diba? That's right, that's right. So don't forget that and be brave. Be brave. Yeah, brave. Because, brave is still another word yeah, of the year. It's so scary. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be so scary. Motherhood is scary. Mompreneurship yeah. is scary. There will be times when you'll be like, "Nabatung ginagawa ko," or yeah. like, "Bring us down." Be brave. Yeah. Think good things small. Start small, and they become big. Yeah. As, yeah. Agree. Yeah. Love it, Paula. Thank you. Thank you both for your words of wisdom. I mean, there's nothing like uh, mom speaking from the heart. I mean, we've been there and. 
we want to share what we know. Actually, my word of advice to add is, uh, if you need help, reach out. Reach out when you feel oh, isolated. Yeah. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. being a mompreneur is isolating. Especially if you're home-based. Like, mm-hmm. you're on the computer and you're talking to customers but not really connecting. So, oh, yeah. there's so many communities now, including Mommy Mundo. And even the three of us, just send us a message and yeah. we'll be able to help right, in some yeah. in some way. So, thank you, Denise and Paula, for being with me. So I'm so much, happy Jan to spend Jan. time with you. Thanks for having yeah. us. Thanks for thank having you. us. And so. to all who listened today, um, we hope that you're able to pick up something or just laugh with us and be with us in this journey of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we remember that mom life is something to be celebrated and cherished and we believe that moms are also people who should be celebrated and cherished so from us to you we say you the mom mom. (laughs) thank you for listening to you the mom podcast brought to you by mommy mundo and podcast network asia don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show for more episodes